0: From the Willamette Valley, in America's Great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening, in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Yes, indeed. And that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about world concerns. I would like to send a very big thank you to the people who are supporting me in Britain or the UK, as perhaps it's more commonly called. Thank you for your support. This is episode number 189, Truth or Bullshit? TikTok's CEO shall choose meaningless testimony to the U.S. Congress. I had watched some of this. I wasn't going to sit there for five hours watching this. Because after they distill all this down, and that's what they basically do, Eventually, I was able to come to the conclusion that um, as far as the, you know, interviewing the testimony, meaning what is the meaning of this as far as getting anything meaningful done, it was about as efficacious as a long drink of water. And if you're wondering, what on earth is this? What is going on? Once again, this is a dog and pony show. And I'm going to tell you how and why. Until just recently, this fellow who is the CEO of TikTok, Choose, if I'm saying it correctly. Um, Yeah, nobody knows who the hell this guy is. I didn't know who the hell this guy is. But then again, I'm not really on TikTok. I could care less about TikTok. But I know that quite a few people are, especially young folks. I get it. And this was once again the commensurate dog and pony show because um, there was essentially nothing that took place in real terms. So we know the premise. The premise is um, all of a sudden, because it's really strange, you know, If you think about it in these terms, it's very strange how all of a sudden, relatively speaking, um, China has become buddy-buddies with Russia, whom we despise, and never really loved China. Well, we love their slave labor. Uh, Most people in the world do. They love that part of them, but uh, anything else? Nah, not really. And then all of a sudden... Because of this, now there's another problem. This is what you call stirring the shit pot. And we are really good at it. That's what we, when I say we, I'm not necessarily saying you and I. When I say we, the proverbial we being the oligarchic leaders that we have. That's what they do. That's their job, is to cause trouble, to stir up shit. Hence the term. And that is certainly what is going on here. Um, The concern being that somehow that TikTok, who has all this information of its millions upon millions um, of U.S. citizens how they can possibly, potentially use that information or access to their information for nefarious reasons. So, yeah, on the surface, I mean, it sounds reasonable. And as far as that is concerned, I don't really have at this point, I don't have an opinion one way or the other And I'm going to tell you why. Because if there is something that I do know, I don't shy away from telling you. But when there is something I don't know, I'm just going to say, I don't know. And all of this techno intrigue, that's way beyond my pay scale. What I do know is that if you're going to be muckraking, or slinging shit, or whatever pleasant term you want to use, um, I don't know. Being a hypocrite, let's say. Hey, there you go. I've got a nice steaming plate of that that kind of hypocritical horseshit coming right down the pike. So just stay tuned a little bit longer. It's going to be really good. I think you'll enjoy it. Now, what you'll notice is this: you have these concerned. Congress members or the people here that are asking these hard-hitting questions, and they were you know, they were equally hard-hitting from you know, Dems or Republicans so in this one particular area, at least they were as about that evil term that I hate being bipartisan they were as close to being friendly to each other as you may have seen in a long time. But you see, what I feel, what my take is on this, and, uh, you know, of course, maybe you may have noticed this as well, is that the, the, um, the downright just inability of these people To ask anything that was technologically beyond my understanding, there is that alone. And that is the glaring problem. You know, it's sort of like, I don't know if I had to use a quick analogy off of my head. It's like you have an unfamiliar mechanic working on your car, And he's made repairs and it's, you know, it's been an okay relationship, but now you have another problem, but you somehow for some reason decide to uh, think that he's basically um, throwing parts, what they call throwing parts at your car and just making, you know, uh, hefty profits when he knows it could be something actually quite simple, but he wants to keep throwing parts on it to make money and you're going to go in there and you're going to confront him about this because you're really angry and you're, you're emotional and you're upset because someone mentioned that term to you and they said, yeah, he's, he's probably just throwing parts at it. Before that, you didn't even know what the damn term meant, for instance. Anyway, so you decide to go in and confront him with all of your righteous or self-righteous anger. But here's the problem. You can't prove anything and you can't make any point really because um, what I forgot to stipulate is you don't know a doodly damn about cars. If you don't know anything about cars, you couldn't really accuse this mechanic of anything. Now, if you happen, for instance, to have a a good friend who was a very well-known ace, honest-to-goodness mechanic, and he made these allegations, and he explained them to you in lay terms. If you had that, very good friend or family member, wherever you got them from, but we're just going to stipulate that they are honest and trustworthy and know what the hell they're talking about. Now, if you got them and you took that person with you, to this other mechanic, then, yeah, those two guys could talk shop or shit, depending on your um, point of view. But they speak a language all their own, and uh, pretty quickly you'd be able to figure out uh, if this guy, the other mechanic that did the work on your car, if he really was honest. And, you know, these things, for the most part, they can be figured out but such is not the case um in this case because when i looked across at everybody and all these congress people um look at them and look at him what do i see when i look at him he is extremely intelligent i mean come on isn't get paid to be, you know, a toaster repairman. Okay. He's, he is sharp. He has got to be as sharp as a tack. He's nobody's fool. That's why he's the CEO of TikTok, which is worth God only knows how many millions of dollars. So the owners, previous owners, or whoever decided to can give him this position. They don't do that lightly. You, you better be a, you know, a pretty smart guy. And he is sharp and he's intelligent and he's articulate and he is also young. Um, and he is, he looks very bright eyed and bushy tailed. And you can just tell He knows the technology very, very well, and that's why they have him there. In other words, he's a geek. And so, to use that analogy that I did a few moments ago, what you need are geeks to pull apart geeks. That was not the case with this this testimony, quote-unquote, before Congress, They were a bunch of old fucking people. And this is the problem, one of the problems of the 21st century, that you have, you know, basically 20th century mindsets and things legally and whatnot that are in place that are not up to the job of handling 21st century issues. Those people around him, those trying to be emotional and and doing the best, in some cases, you know, doing the best that they could, I'm sure, but they're woefully inadequate because, for one thing, most of them are fucking old. You know, I would want a guy my age, completely silver-haired, it doesn't even, for instance, most of these people, they may not even have or understand what social media is. They may not even have a social media account. Or if they do, you know, usually okay, maybe they'll have a Facebook account and they log in once a month or some shit, you know, to send, I don't know, to send baby pictures or some 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 such if this guy was going to be grilled the way it should have been done, even if you're going to commit to doing this, and I don't care if they're Democrat geeks and Republican geeks, but you need guys, and I said guys, that are pencil-necked geeks just like him, super techno fucks as I call them, and they speak the language and they would pretty quickly start talking about this techno aspect of this server or these servers and go into it is um it's a nomenclature it is a language of its own that's why you have technical language they would speak things and codes and just transferring things back and forth and they could sort all this stuff out And it would have been a much more effective, um, at least I feel it would have been a much more effective, let's say, call it what it is, an interrogation of TikTok's intentions. But no, didn't do that. Just a bunch of old, fat, slow fucks. (sighs) Hmm. Was basically sitting around just cow calling amongst each other and guys looking over their noses with silver hair. Now, let's see here, Mr. Chu. Is it uh, now you are the CEO of TikTok, is that correct, sir? Yes, and uh, so how do you know or how are you gonna? Let us know that everything is going to be secure, and you ain't going to be spying on us. You can feel feel free if you're all if you're you can get yourself off the floor now. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was it was just it was just sad. It's just sad. And he's got to be, you know, he's going to, they're going to play this back because they, they learn from this because, well, he has intelligence. So is this in any way um, connected with the Chinese government? Here's my statement on that. Who fucking knows? You know, who knows? I don't know. Chances are you probably don't know. We just with this stuff. I don't know. It's we just don't know. It it actually wouldn't surprise me if that were the case. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. But you see, as far as this type of uh, this type of thing going on uh pre techno times like going back again <clears throat> going back to this kind of shigundery you know 40 50 years oh we were the we were the top of the heap of doing it to of course we were doing it to everybody else you know the whole spy thing and the whole Cold War years in the Soviet era. Yeah, we're doing this shit in spades. We've been doing this forever, except now it doesn't have to be little spy cameras, <clears throat> little teeny tiny notes on microfilm. It is moved into an area that, by and large, um, these uh, these plutocrats they they don't relate. They don't get it. I mean, you know, Jesus Christ, for for all practical terms, it may have, I thought about this, and I'm looking at this, and I can tell they have no clue. Hell, some of this stuff, I have no clue, especially when you start talking the techno aspects of it. You know, but I looked around, and then I was just picturing, uh, you know, just a vision in my mind of George Washington and Ben Franklin and all these guys in dressed, you know, from the Continental Congress. That's practically what it, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, was like. Because it would have been, the outcome would have been the same because they would have been just as utterly clueless and, and perplexed then. These people are Congress and whatnot. These people, they have to walk this very delicate tightrope of somehow appearing to be powerful and knowledgeable and knowing what the hell they're talking about without giving away the fact That they are none of the above. They are in an area that they just don't understand. And this, the issues of the techno informational age and cybersecurity, mm, that's not their forte. Not at all. So... You have incompetence uh, posing as competence. And these people, they're just en masse. It just, you know, who we needed there was a bunch of, we needed a bunch of techno geeks that could have asked the right questions and looked for and reported the right answers because he, Mr. Chu, he knows all that. And he's got to just be shocked of just these, what essentially, you know, amounts to, I don't know, 100-year-old pig farmers, and he has to comfort them and reassure them. And (laughs) it's just, it's that sad. At least, at least I think it is. So... When you couple that with hypocrisy, well, then that brings another element into this. That's what I saved this for because this is what I said I was going to bring up. Um, This may be something uh, you have not heard of. Um, It's been... Well over a year now um, that this happened, but I'm going to talk about a radio program um, that you may not have even heard of. It's not terribly popular. Um, But uh, over a year ago, when when we just started this whole, the conflict with Russia invading Ukraine and and all that, um, for many, many years, has been a radio program, which is r- Russian. And overall, um, I listened to it quite a bit um, when I am cooking or doing things. I, I have a, well, I actually have more than one, but I have an internet radio. And I often listen to interesting programs And one of them was Radio Sputnik. And you can still kind of, sort of, at least I think, um, listen to them online. If you go to their website, it's not that easy, but not that hard. And generally speaking, um, overall all the different people and all the different programs that they had to talk about all the different things more often than not, it's really awful. Um, It's like, I don't know what their programming budget was or how they do their, their info whatnot. I mean, it's just almost that bad. I mean, my intro sounds more sophisticated to them than they did. Um, Yeah, just overall, most of the stuff, most of the people not interesting and just bad, just, just really rotten, just stuff. But occasionally they'd have something that was, you know, interesting. But the point is, the entire point was that it was there. I would listen to it because I am so sick of the U.S. news and propaganda that if I'd listen to anything else, you know, even if they're going to say, I don't get what excuse it, is. it could be anything that current came up and then, you know, one of their people would say, well, it's obvious this particular issue is has happened because the space aliens are controlling their thoughts through electromagnetic waves. And, you know, it's, it's that bad because once you've heard the, you know, American propaganda, your whole life, you just, anything, just Chuck, tell me, you know, tell me that it's in the intergalactic uh, intergalactic space people, which is why so many crazy things are going on. You know, anything, and so it was like background stuff. And and I, in a weird kind of quirky way, you know, I enjoyed it just because it was different. Just because it was there, Um, they would have their own, let's say, hard-hitting, what they're calling hard-hitting um, take, Russian take and Russian position on a given, you know, issue going on in the world and I'm like okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> one of those deals. But that that was the only for me that was I, you know, that was my release. That's that's what I had. And then um the uh, the program that it used to also be on cable. And um, they had their own, you know, cable program, like YouTube kind of thing. It was removed and shut off, gone. I'm like, okay. And then within, I don't know, a month or so after that, then I tune in and it's Radio Sputnik's gone. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I thought, well, all right, it's, you know, time to hate Russians thing. I get it. And so they shut it off and they shut it down. (laughs) And it's like, and like I said, this, you know, I don't know if they had like their operating budget was like $100 a month or something. I mean, it was, it was overall was just really bad. So in other words, there is no threat you know there's it's not like you're gonna listen to this and you know and goddamn and be you know converted to uh, uh, socialism or communism the next day and go out and marching in the streets. It wasn't wasn't like that at all. It's mostly really bad stuff, just poorly written and just bad. but they shut that down. So then, it was uh it was I think it was uh, this woman who um was this congressman. I think she may have been from Baltimore. I'm not certain her name won't come to me, but she they had a little a little q and a, I mean brief, it was I don't know, mo- only maybe five minutes or so during a recess that they were having during this charade that was taking place. And uh, this guy on and on um, Oregon Public Radio, or NPR, can't remember. They're one and the same, essentially. And, you know, he was talking to her, and I swear to God, she was... It's like, whoever scripted this, it's just, you know, she was spoon-fed the most gentle the most you know, the most ass kissing uh statements about again the, the fear-mongering of Americans and and how wonderful it was that her and her colleagues are protecting our our vital interest as Americans and our security and I mean you know the the deification was—they just laid it on. I was like, "Oh Jesus fucking Christ, you've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> they just kept going on, but the one, the one thing that stuck out, and this is going to, this is going to tie back in with what I was talking about a few minutes ago about Sputnik being gone, and this uh, this fellow who was spoon feeding her this and and it was the sort of statement uh this is not verbatim but basically he was saying uh well you know it's like this must be you know a great dichotomy for you and and the, you it must be a struggle it's the way they talk it's like god damn you just want to gag them with a wooden cooking spoon if i could but anyways this must, this must be an you know a, a a, con- a huge conflict for yourself because as an American, you know, you want to you want to safeguard Americans and you would be willing, although you don't want to, but you would be willing to have to, um, you know, shut this down uh, of of shutting TikTok down um, for, you know, the purposes of uh, if it came to that for national security yet as an American, you also understand freedom and liberty, and that um, people have a right to free speech. And he just fed her all this, and then she filled in the blank, of course. And, oh, yes, yes, and and here, here comes the piano and the violin, and here comes the statements about fucking America and freedom and freedom of the press and being able to you know, to express yourself and blah blah fucking ad nauseum, and I'm thinking to myself, really, really, and this is this is just one. This is just one of the things. There's been many more. There's been a hell of a lot more than what I just mentioned to you, and you know, there's no because you better believe if I was the one asking the questions. I would have been spoon feeding her this shit. But we don't really have independent journalism in America anymore. But anyway, I would have said, really, so so I guess it's it what does seem really odd to me how in the you know, in the interest of fairness and democracy and all of that. Um, It just seems rather perplexing how you guys pulled the plug on Radio Sputnik. It would be like silence. What? (laughs) And and like I said, it was a it's a small program. And, you know, for that matter. She may herself. She may not have even known of it. Maybe she didn't even know what the hell it was. I'm not saying that's not out of the realm of possibility. But, of course, my point here is that um, being set up like that um, perfectly, and then to make the final, make the, the strike, and she can fill in the blanks, and here we go, waving the fucking flag again, and america's commitment to free freedom of speech and this that, the other and i know for a fact that maybe many of you don't have they that very quickly and unapologetically had a, a few a very few quick mentions in the news and then silence again under the carpet didn't hear anything about it yeah they pulled the fucking plug on that and like i said it was pretty much. It wasn't even great or thought provoking. It was like it was like hardly something even there. But that's not the point. The point is being hypocritical. Now, we're going to these 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 mindless these these creatures these things talking about how great we are and re- respecting free speech. Bullshit. Because if that were the case, they never would have pulled the plug on Radio Sputnik. You see, it's not that Radio Sputnik was necessarily even prepared or had the announcers that would be able to talk about any issues from that point of view effectively It's not even that. I'm not saying that would or would have been the case. What I'm saying is they didn't even allow the prospect of it. Okay? Okay. That's how this government works. Okay? Okay. So the next time you see that whole bandwagon, that whole thing once again, of freedom in America and so forth, you know, it's just like, just fucking give me a break. So I told you about, you know, that it would that it would end this up with that that little steaming hot shit plate of of hypocrisy. So just consider that. That's all. And um, until next time. I am out of here. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, com, and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to Listen to any and all the episodes you like, plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying take care. I'm out of here.